Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Special guest Jerry Blevins is here. We're talking relievers, athletes only today. Let's do it. Hello and welcome back to Talking Baseball live from the DraftKings studio in the Bronx, the Boogie Down Bronx. Mm. Jerry Blevins is here. We are mere feet from each other. It is nice. First time meeting in person. That's true. You're way more handsome in person. And that's setting the bar really high. That's everyone's natural reaction. I was lucky to catch you on a Wednesday. (laughs) uh, So I was swagging out. Uh, King BBD in the corner. And getting nasty in Calabasie is Trevor Plouffe. Trev, how are you doing on this fine, fine Wednesday? Jacob, Jerry, BBD in the chat, my people. What's going on? I heard you look like Carrie Strug. Someone put that out there on Twitter. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty like good. It. That is good. I like that a like lot. Just like if you just cut out like the face right there, you don't get to the hair. Well, you That's... have like the outfit as well on gymnastics outfit. So that was maybe a full like... routine later. The full opening ceremonies get yes. up for Team USA in '92. We'll uh, we'll get we'll get yeah, our departments on it. that. We'll put full effort into that. What's up, Trav? You know, uh, great day so far. Um, it was raining all day yesterday, so I had some cleanup this morning. You guys know how that goes. I'm getting rid of my gophers. I had like a real gopher guy come in, like a real gopher guy. So I'm. Pray for the gophers. That's all I'm going to say. They, they might be going bye-bye. Prayers in the chat. Prayers in the chat. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, how are you? I, I'm Flew great. in today. Ah. Today. Beautiful. I did the opposite. I uh, It was rainy all day yesterday. Took the kids to the zoo in Toledo, Ohio Ooh. for the light show. Wow. It was awesome. I've been there. It's it's a lovely museum, I have to, I have to admit. Okay. We're like right between Columbus Zoo and Toledo Zoo, and we do both. But the yes. lights in Toledo were wonderful. So I'm here. Out of Detroit today. Happy to be here, Boogie Down Bronx. We're excited. We're excited to have you here. Uh, Shea Station is rolling. You and Jolly Olive, um, and the Mets were one of the few teams. I shouldn't say one of the few teams. There's a lot of fun teams that were having fun uh, before the lockout kind of kicked in, but especially uh, Los Mets with Scherzer. And I mean, I guess there's still stuff to talk about because they're coming down to their final. Yeah, Final three, right? That's what Jolly and I are just waiting on. It's like it went from classic Metsy, as Metsy as it getsy, to, you know, there's they don't have a GM looking for a president of baseball ops. You know, all those leaks to where people are like, man, still classic Mets. And then, you know, we get a GM in line, and we make huge, huge signings, and now we're about to, to hire a manager. Uh Things are looking up in uh, in Queens, so it's it's nice at least to be able to talk about it in a positive, you know, viewpoint for an organization. And man, I think when I it's already been discussed a little bit, but like when it's all actually there could be a little thirty for thirty on like I don't want to say the Mets cornering Scherzer because you know he signed the big deal, but with the labor negotiations coming up and sure. Scherzer standing that like Uncle Steve coming in and having the biggest wallet like I think it was actually like high level stuff by the Mets like I you know I joke around with Metsy as it getsy but like they kind of won the game like they they forced 
Max's hand a little bit by paying him a ton of money that he also deserves. Yeah, what? Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a bitter Yankees fan. They did nothing, and I'm bored. Well, it's it's kind of like it points to how how different the trajectory of the organization went because Scherzer's towards yeah. the end of his career. He wants to win, and he had to go sit down with Stevie Cohen and talk about what the organization right, looks like because plan? he knows his window is now small. So he wants to win more World Series, and that's what he wants to do. And so when he signed on, I mean, it, it not only is a great signing because he's, I mean, that's the best one-two punch possibly in history um, with, with DeGrom and, Scher- and Scherzer, but it also just shows you that a guy like that can believe in an organization moving forward. It's a beautiful thing. It is. Do you think it's really that, though? Like, I know there's some of that. Like, he's there, and he knows, like, they're trying to win, actively trying to win a World Series. But, like, there's also the side where he wants to set the market. He wants to continue it moving forward. Your AAV is now $43 million for a starting pitcher. Like, he, you have to take that into consideration. I think at this point, like, yeah, you're looking to win if you're Scherzer. He's already got the ring. Like, you got to get paid and be in that good situation. So, it was, I think it was... A little bit of both. And, dude, you're in New York. You can maximize exposure if he wants that. He probably – that's probably the thing he cares least about, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, like I think – His face being everywhere. It definitely played a part, you know, him being uh, one of the uh, executive board members, um, you know, at the forefront of the labor negotiations. But it, uh, bottom line is he's a competitor. And he would could have signed yeah. in Anaheim, could have signed with the Dodgers, even though they lowballed the shit out of him, mm. shockingly, mm. Um, according to Heyman. Well – but what was Hay- what did Heyman say? I didn't it was see like that. under uh, it was like the same kind of deal, thirty six mil a year, I think, mm. something like that. Disgusting! Um, <laughs> how, yeah. how how dare Ugh. he? Yeah. Uh, but you know, I think it's I think it just shows you the that the Mets are the real deal, and it's not just a five year plan like CB Cohen talked about, but they want to do it now with yeah. with all the other signings. So. Sorry, you look so sad as a as a Yankee. No, fan, man, but... I uh, again, I'm yeah, because the Yankees don't do that anymore, and they used to. Hey, there will be right. There will be a fun off season at some point for the Yankees. I think so too. Um, and yeah, man, I I, I honestly I I I slunked. Is that a word? To slunk in your seat to sit? No, in, no. Um, no. but no, I was mad. I I love Eddie Escobar. Um, yes. Trev's Marcana. Um, yeah, a sex pop, and then uh, Starling Marte too. Like I, you know, I've been saying Scherzer, and it's like, damn, I like yeah, those I know, other man. guys. Like they, they already had a full off season, and they may do more. And I'm over here just, just uh, would the Yankees like Rodon? Trev, you raised your hand. Yeah, I did. I guess we have Jerry here. He's yes. all he knows everything Mets. So we have so many questions for you. We'll get to our reliever yeah. draft. Huge reliever draft. Um, big time. That's awesome. Uh, I, I had an epiphany on the show about DeGrom and his contract situation. Mm. When Scherzer goes and signs for $43 million for four years, it's clearly a sign that um, the Mets and Mr. Cohen there want to compete and win a World Series. There's no doubt about that. That is what they're saying. DeGrom has an opt-out after this year. How much money can this dude hold Uncle Stevie hostage for? I said fifty million. I I think I'm taking it back. I think he might make fifty-five to sixty million dollars a year because he has to pay him that. You can't sign Scherzer for three years and then only have Degrom and Scherzer for one of those three years. You cannot do that. So it's basically like 
blank check time, baby. Right? Like, is am I missing something there? I I don't think so. I think <laughs> he has to be healthy, but he is sure. when when Degrom is healthy. Like, I've been so sad for the COVID year and for his injuries this year because I think as a baseball fan, first and foremost, we were robbed of watching a guy so good. Mm. He's mm-hmm. better than everyone when he's healthy. Better than Scherzer making 43. He's got three Cy Youngs. Better than anyone by a significant margin to where you're like, there's no doubt how good he is. So if he's healthy, he's older because he, you know, he was a, a college senior, you know, mm-hmm. injured early in his career. But if he's healthy and he wants to sign a four-year deal like Scherzer, maybe even three, 60s. <laughs> Not unheard of if he's healthy. That's yes. I know, right? It's so exciting. <laughs> Trev's been so excited about that. Ah. Like he he had his like light bulb moment, like in the casino rounders. Is that? Did you ever meme that, Trev? Um, no, I tried to. I tried to. Yeah. But once he Pay put that, that together, money, like, I couldn't oh, figure it out. Yeah. Degrom can he can well, break the bank. It's like they had to have thought about that. Like, there's no way that gets by people in organizations. Like, shit. We want this duo, but one guy has an opt-out. We're going to pay this. And, and this guy just so happens to be the best pitcher on the fucking planet. I'm just excited to see what he gets. Because you have to push the envelope. At that point, his only goal is to push the envelope. I mean, he because he's the best and he's made, you know, considering how good he is, the least comparatively. He's like, you know, yeah. a Ronnie Acuna kind of deal. Not quite Ozzy Albies, but... You know, a very team friendly considering the output that he's given him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, and they, Lindor did it to him. Lindor held out. They made this big trade. He holds all the cards and he said, Look, I'm, I'm going to set uh, opening day. And they, he held him over the barrel and it got paid. Scherzer, the same thing. And so it's positive for the Mets. It's positive for DeGrom. I think he wants to be a part of it. So it's, it's super exciting. Well, uh, baseball. It's so funny. I I keep going through these highs and lows. I call them shower thoughts of like the that you get excited for when this lockout ends and there's going to be a frenzy of trades and free agency. It's going to be like the coolest two weeks of baseball offseason that have ever happened. Get excited for DeGrom contract talks in a year <laughs> less Ooh. than that. Um and then, you know, and then you're still in the lockout and you're like this kind of stinks. But I also just jumped to I think Otani's a free agent in twenty three, twenty four. So like, so if Degrom, I know how excited you guys get as players and proud players unions guy that as you keep pushing those limits. Like if Degrom could get a six zero on the board, man, by the time Shohei does it, if he's healthy, like it starts getting into. I think he's got <laughs> crazy oh, two oh, years. Oh, paying guys what they're worth. Yeah, exactly. what a crazy concept. It's, Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, we can, we we don't want to get too deep into that, but the oh, the guys at the top will always make their money. It's it's sure. the guys in the middle that they're really trying to make sure. We we've, we've informed worth. our audience about that. Like Good, there are yeah. the top tier guys are go- they know like they're not who this is about right now. The fact that the the qualifying offer went down is pretty indicative of of how the the system is set Ridiculous. up. Well, you see all these signings like Bryce Harper, you know. Mookie bets all these huge numbers, and then all of a sudden you see that it's the top twenty percent is lower. Like it just shows you how they've taken advantage of a system, and that's their right to. It's part of the CBA, yep. but it's obviously needs some adjusting. I don't want to get too deep. I'm oh, very pro labor guy. Oh, they love it. Ah. 
our we love labor here. We are the number one labor pod in the world. <laughs> uh, and our fan base, uh, Jeff Passan came on a little while ago. Whatever friend, uh, and we oh, were he's like, your, he's your friend. We were know. like, let's I'm, talk. I'm... <laughs> we were like, let's talk some we'll labor stuff. Uh, and he was like, wait, like really? And we're like, no, like. <laughs> We have real baseball fans here. They're like interested <laughs> yeah, in that. Truth. It's not just like, oh, show me a diving catch. Um, so we'll do best diving catches of the year coming in January. Um, <laughs> fellas, what let's your list you used to make. I'm sorry, I need I need those back. The scientists start list of the year. Do the start the of the year. Uh, fellas, well, let's get to the draft in a second. First, let me tell you about bespoke post. Um, we think it's bespoke, not bespoke, like I said last time. And, I mean, if we're talking about real, genuine ad reads, Jerry Blevins admitted on the way in, you're a bespoke post man. I am. I actually, every month, I've skipped uh, maybe one month this whole time, like 18 months worth of uh, boxes. Wow. Didn't know they were a sponsor. Look at actually, that. just we're quality gonna, product. We're going to have to bring that together a little tighter. I did some uh, yeah, promo some, code. some Christmas shopping for the misses through their through their oh, app. Yeah, it's wonderful. Look at that. Um, what's the coolest thing you've gotten from Bespoke Post? Uh, personally, I am a. I just made a bar in my basement mm. close to my office, Ooh. and they have this like smoking thing where you can like char the the wood and oh, they have this big nice. like i think they're called like a glass cloak or something yeah it's a full-on wow i can a couple be a little old fashions fancy. in yeah, there something exactly. like that a smoked old-fashioned i uh we might have to <laughs> might have to clip out when you said basement bar me and trev both went uh? little <laughs> little dogs that's true it. yeah this dogs. is and we'll talk about the you said cloak Cloak. I love cloaks. Any cloak, <laughs> I'm just a fan of. So glass cloak, I've never heard of. And I now think that's I, like the I big, glass cloak. the big thing that covers like a upside down vase. Yeah, like the you, Beauty and the Beast. Calabasas, they might call it a vase. Uh, upside down vase. Ah, uh, mm, interesting. Yes. I call it a vase, and I think people <laughs> don't like when I say that. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> I, I'm going to second your 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 choice there because I got a package. They were nice enough to send us out some. And they sent me a mini oak barrel that oh, I poured some some tequila that George Clooney made. Casamigos. Whoops. No free ads. Free I was ad. gonna say, yeah. Free ad. My mom George likes it, is, so Yeah. I'll but I did. I, I poured the Blanco tequila in there, aged it for like two weeks, and it came out like beautifully golden and tasting excellent. It was I was shocked. I thought this thing was a scam and it wowed me. So that's lovely. Thanks, Bespoke. Well, basically what we've just told you is they have their box of awesome that you can specialize to yourself, your interests, and whatever you're into. And what do we have? We have 20% off your first monthly box when you wow. sign up. Sign up at boxofawesome.com. Remember that, boxofawesome.com. Enter code TALKIN at checkout. Uh, that's boxofawesome.com, code TALKIN, 20% off your first box and like jerry mentioned briefly you can not get it if you don't want it if you want it you get it it's like 70 dollars worth of stuff for 45 bucks uh but if you get it with us 20 percent off the first one so thank you bespoke post what a read there's so, so like much genuine, every month so much genuine shit in there is that what you treated as jerry like you're, uh, you're treating yourself every month i do it's like something cool that's, nice. that's like a, a lot of this stuff is very centered towards me because it you know, I've put in things that I like, and they'll they'll sure. put it together. 
and then even if you don't want that box, you can like skip that one and exchange it for another one or completely skip it. And so they usually have cool stuff like kitchen knives or whatever the case may be. They have such a uh, vast wide array wide array of boxes that you can get and it's usually like curated they're they're super fun and it is exactly like that like i'm treating myself uh once a month for 45 bucks and you get some, some cool things that you can't get it's nice you know at your store gotta treat yourself man uh and we're about to treat you guys uh mm. we have jerry blevins here how, how many your career jerry parts of 13 seasons Whoops. uh wow. 13 seasons old man uh, I think what we'll do is we we prepared a draft for you guys. Um, we're going to do a bullpen draft 20, 2022. We're going to project a little bit. We're, we'll circle back at the end of the year. Um, and we're just going to draft some of the best of the best out of the bullpen. Um, and I was wondering how to keep track of stats. I think we'll just let the people vote by the end, or hopefully it'll have sorted itself out because – like we know with baseball stats now, ERA or saves might not necessarily tell the whole story, but, um, you know, and we're not necessarily a strikeouts pod. Like, strikeouts are hot in the street, but if you get outs, that's what I'm about. Um, did that rhyme a little bit? Um, sure did. And so we always love putting some weird rules around it. Uh, we didn't get too runs crazy. Runs are runs, bro. Runs are runs, bro. Um, but we wanted to do, and this way I think we'll get more teams involved. You can only take... A reliever from one division. So if you drafted um, Mark Melanson from my Diamondbacks, that means you can't take anyone from the Dodgers, Giants, Padres, whoever. So um, that's kind of the draft. So me, BBD, Jerry, Trev, and then I think after the draft, maybe we'll do uh, maybe we'll do some you know jock tales. We'll circle up. We'll talk about your guys' faithful, faithful at bat, faithful. Fateful. Mm. I promise mm. you, if you pull that video up, it will not be in HD. From back, <laughs> that That's was old. Yeah, it's old, and it's from the Coliseum. So they're at the like top of the the Coliseum, zoomed in like eight X or whatever. It's mm. going to be pixelated, and I'm too skinny to be that pixelated. Mm. That's uh, I know that feeling. <laughs> uh, so Jerry, yes, we everyone has to write down a number. This is how we one to a hundred. Okay, you pick any number. Oh, what the fuck? Um, okay, hold on. Trev, you can like write it on your phone or something. You like you, you are separate one, from us. One to a hundred. One to a hundred. One to one hundred. Um, and then I will bring up a random number generator that I already had prepared because I'm show and I'm not typing into Google right now. Um. Oh my butt. <laughs> Trev, what uh, what number did you write down? It'll be the test spin. Oh, of course it's the test. Spin. Twenty. Obviously. Trev put twenty-four. Jerry. I got thirteen. Kobe. Thirteen. I have 68. I put 88. Okay. We're going to spin it. 33 is the number. Yes. Um, so I think, Trev, you get to pick. You get to pick your Which pick. draft pick you would like. Oh, I can do like the. We're doing snake, right? Yes. Yeah, snake back and forth. So if you get the four pick, you also get the five on the way back. So your call. He's thinking mm. pensive. I'll play. take four. Okay. I, don't, I have one guy that I want, and you guys aren't going to take him. Ooh. Early strategy from Trevor Plouffe. Mm. Uh, Jerry, I think you... I, I would, I'm only 20 away. 
I don't know. I'm f- I'm the furthest. So you're the okay. furthest, and you're closer. to so I'll high. I'll take I'll take number one. Yeah, I like that. I like that for you. Not sure why I'm typing in your guy's full name into the sheet, but felt powerful. <laughs> um, I will go three um, because it's kind of like when you're in a fantasy draft and you want to be near the weak link of the draft. Ooh, like you do not, get two in the top six. You're, and you're not worried about I spelled my last name wrong. You're not worried about your players getting snaked. Like that's you're true. Like oh that guy. So uh, and BBD, I'm assuming. Uh, I'll I'll take the number two pick. You'll take the two pick. Um, all right, so. We're doing a relievers draft. It's for next year, for 2022. We're not just, like, accumulating last, last year's stats. Um, and it's so a little bit of who you like. You can only take one guy from each division. And Jared Blevins, you kind of – you have the honors. I know. It's I wasn't expecting. I'm so yeah. honored to go first. Um, I'm going to stick with – my first love, which is left-handed pitchers, man. And mm. I'm going to go Josh Hader. Mm. I yeah. think his accumulation of innings and strikeouts, saves, all the above is key. And I love the flowing locks. Yeah. As close to a sure thing, man, out of the bullpen yeah. as you can get. Like, he – I remember he was having his bad year, like, what was it, like three years ago something, and his ERA was in the fours, and then he still ended up just he dominating. Was, he was giving up so many, like, solo home <laughs> yeah. runs. It was unbelievable. But, I, you know, you average that out over a season, he'll be just fine. He'll be fine. He's a friend. Gave me the follow on Instagram. It's not a big deal. Wow. Uh, not a big well, deal. I mean, when you're How is he on IG? Outfits. Do I need to check it out? He's good. Okay? He's good. He's a chiller. I think that's a phrase the kids use. Maybe, no, not <laughs> Maybe not either. This isn't a kid-friendly pod with this age group. We've got a healthy mix. We get a. I always say, yeah, my fav- you just say earmuffs, Jerry. If you're gonna say something really bad, <laughs> you still say earmuffs. My my favorite thing is there's a lot of when we go on tour or wherever we go. There's a lot of kids that run up to John Boy and they love him because he's the only cursing that their parents oh, let, let their kids do. watch. That's like an that. amazing like accomplishment. It. It's an honor. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, you, it's it comes up. Very frequently. Not, hear the cursing, I'm allowed to hear. I was going to say, not one time has a parent ever come up to me and be like, thank you for cursing <laughs> around my children. It's been an honor. <laughs> it's been an absolute honor. All right, so the the NL Central is out for Jerry. BBD, you have the second pick in the draft. Yeah, Hater would have been my selection here if you didn't That's, take him or if I had the number one pick. Um, so I think I'm going to go to another division that there's not that many names I want. I'm going to go to the AL West. Okay. I just got a new deal. I want Rysel Iglesias. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Going to get a lot of trusty innings over there because he's kind of their best option. He's nasty. Are they ever going to be in the position for him to save? That's yet to be seen. So Saves are not the goal. Saves are out, so outdated, Trev. Huh? Wow. They're kind of well, good. I mean, still need to save baseball it's games. It's part of it. I like it's saves. part of it. Don't um, don't go all the way it, there. Don't go full that way, BBD. It's not full that way. It's important. It's all part of the equation. Early fighting. The algorithm. Um, yeah. Um, mm. Divisional value. Okay. Where am I, I going to go? You always have – You always. He's always got a strategy. He's, I get it. I like BBD's – the way you do these drafts. Like, I literally just mentally took a pick back because of that. Um, bad brain. Bad brain because BBD's in my head. Um <sighs> okay, I'm the third pick in the draft. Um, Rysel did get 34 saves last year. Man, oh God, you'd think I'd be ready. All right, 
I am going to... I, too, think the NL Central is a little thin. Uh, and I've got a guy I really like who I think is young and just getting better. I'm going with Giovanni Gallegos from the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, Low-key gross. It looked like Luke, Luke Voigt and the Yankees won a trade briefly, and now Gallegos is absolutely disgusting, and I think they trust him, and he's going to get a lot of innings out of that pen. So I'm going he's gross. Gallegos. Doesn't get shown stuff. enough. No. Doesn't well, hey, enough. you know, we'll talk about That's it. That's what we're doing. It's the Midwest thing, man. God. Midwest. I got to meet him at the All Star game. That was he was a nice guy. He had his family there. Nice guy. I like that. Okay. Trev, you have back to back picks. Yeah, so this is the way I'm approaching this, guys. Because we all know like I don't love pitchers. I do <laughs> I do F with relievers. I do. Because they're warriors. They're in there every day. It's every not day. like you take, you know. Uh, every once in a while, you're like, I need the day off today. You're off. But whatever. It's not a big deal. Um, so I'm drafting, you know, being good is obviously a majority of my vote. But I also Oops. need to be in the pen with these dudes. They got to be guy guys, my boys. It really matters that that uh, cohesiveness of your pen. You know, what snacks are we going to bring? We got to all know what's going on. Like. Analytics. Are we throwing baseballs to the fans? Are we playing court? Whatever. So Trev does f with relievers. Yeah, that's very <laughs> that's very in the know. <laughs> yeah, I used to catch bullpens, Jerry. That's how bad of a <laughs> position player I was. They made me catch bullpens. So, um, <clears throat> my first this is a guy I played with, and he turned into an absolute beast. This is the AL Central we're going with. I'm taking my guy Ryan Presley. I mean, just the stats are there. I've had a lot of fun with him, and I know. I know when a big situation comes up, like he, I know a lot of guys want the ball, but I've seen him really, really want the ball. So I think that means a lot to me. So Ryan Presley is my first pick. And I don't know if you guys want to discuss that or just roll right in. Double, double it up and we'll, we'll critique discuss both. them in tandem. Another guy played with two time <laughs> reliever of the year, Liam freaking Hendricks. Mm, love it. Back to back. So I got the the Central and the West, excuse me. There you go. Locked up. And again, stats speak for themselves, but I mean, what really got me on Liam was when he, it was the 2020 playoffs when he had pitched like a zillion innings in a row and still was blowing like absolute fuzz, like throwing 98 past his former team. Like that was awesome. Mm. So he's got, both these guys just have huge balls, essentially. Mm. Yeah, and he'll yell at you. As you know, Jerry Needham. Classic Aussie guy in Liam Hendricks yes. is a super intense, having played with Balfour out in Oakland. Very intense, mm-hmm. very similar. I was in camp with the A's in 2019, had a chance to to mingle with Liam Hendricks. That guy is, like, super thick. Like, one of those, thick. you see his body, and you're like, that guy could pitch every day at a high level. Uh, and he's shown that. A lot of people were saying that he had kind of a down first year in Chicago, I disagree. I think that guy performed very well. I think he he showed how good he could be even when luck isn't always on his side. Uh, I love that draft pick. There's no way it was going to get back to me, but g- good spin on the on the end there. It's a good snag. Um, Didn't he? He's just won his second Rolades reliever of the year in a row, I believe. Right? I have no this idea. Believe it. Yeah, I don't know. Rivera. I don't, I, Yep, two times. Sorry, it's the Mariana Rivera American League. Thank you. Thank you. 
Show well, some respect. Used to be the Rollades reliever of the year. Little I don't know. I mean, it's little respect for the pinstripes. <laughs> Sorry you. about that, Mo. My <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but also, wait, one more point on these guys. Okay. I want to make. Then we'll move on. Please. Both failed starters, or failed starters. They were in Minnesota's system. It didn't work out as starters. And I love, I love when guys find themselves in the bullpen too. I think that's really cool. Did you, Jerry? Not to open wounds but when when did starting pitching leave the equation <laughs> that's actually a fun story a little bit I'll give it a quick brief so I got drafted by the Cubs I got I signed really quick so I went out and I met the team right like the day before the season started in Boise Idaho and the pitching coach looks at me goes pitcher right uh, I was like yeah he goes uh are you a starter or a reliever? He goes, don't even worry about it. With that uh, that frame, you're never going to be able to throw 200 innings. You're in the bullpen. <laughs> Literally never thrown out of the bullpen in my whole life. Uh, maybe a couple times in college, but sure. uh, they they projected me to not handle uh, uh, an the extreme innings, limings, wow. innings limit. And so I've been a reliever ever since. Saved my career, though. Kind of worked. I love like, it. At the end I'm of the happy. day, yeah. I prefer it. I feel like starters have too much free time. Like, like Trev yeah. talked about, I get to lace my lace up my cleats every day. Kept me from doing stupid stuff, you know, mm. young 20, 21 year olds do because I knew I had to be ready every day. Um, and it, I loved it. It's fun. We get to BS yes. out in the bullpen and talk about movies and look in the stands and yeah. then lock it in. So I like that. The dugout's so uptight. The bullpen is awesome. Oh my god, <laughs> it's such a unique place to be. I, I would if if I would like. My last year when I was in AAA rotting away, if I wasn't like playing, I wasn't gonna sit in the freaking dugout. Like, cause you said it's too stiff. I'd walk out to the bullpen, hang with the boys. Especially if your team is not doing well, like mm. being anywhere within earshot of the manager is like rolling the dice of just getting right. reamed for you're not taking this serious, man. Right. So the bullpen is the opposite of that. It's really laid back. But when the when the game started to to get into that point, everybody locks it in. Right. But for the first three four innings, you know, if like Degrom or Scherzer are pitching the first seven innings, it's very loose I and like fun. That. I feel I feel like I could be bullpen. We can vibes. do some Bino down there if mm. need be. <laughs> we, can, we can do some Bino down there. Uh, Trev Presley gets so overlooked on the Astros. He was gross last year. Two two five ERA. Um, disgusting. And Hendricks full won me over when he. Busted out his full, like, I'll pitch whenever. Like, you call in the third inning, and, like, Liam would be like, all right, how many we need? Uh, so, great picks, Trev. Great picks. Happy Thank for you. you. Presley, I want to I wanna make a correction on what I said. He was a starter with the Red Sox minor league system. And when he came over to the Twins, uh, he'd been in the bullpen the whole time. Mm. Thank you for correcting Sorry. that. I made the transition there. Um, oh, shit, it's his birthday. Look at that. Happy uh, hey, birthday. happy birthday. Happy birthday. 33 years old, Presley, my God. Oh, his career's over. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> that's 33, that's the line. <laughs> Street down. <laughs> um, all right, that I'm up. my peak, by Are the way. You, yeah? Yeah, I started okay. to peak in my early 30s. Mm. I like when, that. And then I hit a precipice really fast. Mm. Mm. Jake, are you ready? Uh, we'll get, bit? we'll get. I'm always ready. We'll get, we're going to get that between sure. rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sure. uh. All right, I'm just going with guys I like. I'm going to stop. BBD has me thinking about strategy and stuff. Um, this dude throws arguably the best pitch in the game, uh, So, and he's mm. young and getting better, so I'm going to take Emmanuel Class A. Um, wow. I was going to sneak him out. Man, I just uh, 
throw a cutter like 102. I don't, <laughs> I don't really get it. I don't really In get it. In the mix it. for between, my next pick, Jake. Um, it was between me, him and Hendricks for me, but nice. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Are they going to win he enough is filthy. games? Um, every, I mean, the Indians, it feels like the they Guardians. always stumble into Guardians. Excuse me. We'll bleep that out. It's like the Washington football team yeah. talk. <sighs> I always. <laughs> that one. Whatever. Yeah. Guardians. <laughs> I'm with you. Guardians. Uh, and Class A, he's just like too good to fail. It's fun to watch, too. too good to fail. Uh, BBD, what do you got? Let's see. Let's see. I, let's see. I think I'm going to go with a guy you just every year. You know, in this kind of draft, relievers are such a volatile position. And this guy kind of every year does it. He's in a division that kind of scared me with how few guys I would have been excited to take. Um, not as much as the AL West was, but uh, I'm going to the NL West and I'm going to your snakes. He just got there too. Another guy with a new deal, Mark Melance. Okay. Just oh. every year. Okay. Every year. I didn't know if he was going to get snagged. Good. That guy is... Unbelievable at his job, and he is one of my favorite personalities I've ever had the chance to play with. He is a unique being. He is the most mm. left-handed, right-handed pitcher yeah. I've ever met in my life. He's awesome. Doesn't he own like a? Didn't we stumble into? He owns like a turfing company Correct. or mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Did we? Did that become a thing? And then we saw it, or did we? Our people find that? Or? Felt like that was like early COVID times, and we were like, "Oh, Mark Melanson." Those lawns. <laughs> We're like, what? Okay. He's a I man of need many some talents. Marks. Yeah, we'll talk to you. you. You ship out this way? Once your gopher guys are done, Trev. Uh, Jerry, you have the double up, so excited to see where you go with this. So I'm going to start. Let me let me just make sure I've got this right real quick. Okay. We're going to do the NL West. Okay. And I just want to, because I don't want to go too I'm pulling up Sam, uh, the New York Giants. I don't want to go to <laughs> get his name wrong because he is one of mm. a twin. Oh, okay. Yep. So okay. I'm, I'm going to go Tyler Rogers of the San Francisco Giants. I know he's not even technically the closer out there, but the Giants with, with Andrew Bailey, former teammate, being their pitching coach, you know, mm. they do things different. They'll They'll just roll with whoever, and that guy is funky and nasty. He's healthy. Gross. Submariners, you know, unless their back kind of goes out, they could pitch all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I think the the NL West is a little thin as far as you know picking pick guys out of the out of the bullpen. Um, I love him. as far as locks go. Yeah, yeah, that's also true. Uh, These guys you would, you can believe in, but so I'm gonna go to the NL East here. I'm gonna pick my guy. I'm going to go with Edwin Diaz. Uh, I still think he is an absolutely elite arm. Um, Mets fans may disagree with me because of how many times he's blown it up and how poor his, I want to, what was it, the 2020 season yeah. or uh, 2019 season. Um, he's just got elite stuff. It's gross, and the NL East is not exactly full of primetime relievers. And so I think. Uh, Edwin Diaz fits a mold that is like old school to where he's only going to be in on saves, and he's durable enough and shown his durability to be able to to lock some innings. He's uh, <clears throat> how good is your good when he's right? It's just like don't special. Don't even bring the bat. Don't even bring the bat. Uh, BBD, you always bring the bat. Um, so this isn't necessarily for you, but there's a lot of people that have trouble bringing the bat sometimes. 
Oh, baby. Sometimes you uh, you step up to the plate. Maybe it's your your loved one. Maybe it's a, a future loved one. Uh, and if your wiener doesn't work, that's not a good time. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst time. That's the worst time. That's the Who worst feels time. worse, you or your partner? Yes. We don't know. Everybody. Yes. So maybe everyone's in that situation upset. Your partner loses. probably isn't feeling anything, if we're being honest. That's a great, mm, oh, wow. That's a great point. So maybe you're, you should do it for yourself, but also do it for your loved one. Uh, and go hit up Roman. They will get you in conversation with a medical professional about your ED. 52% of guys ages 40 to 70. How old are you? I am 38. Okay. On the on the precipice, Whoa, on the cusp. Okay. Um, <laughs> deal with some form of ED. Um, so what you should do is go to GetRoman.com slash talking now to speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about ED and get $15 off your first month of treatment. Get your bat ready. Bring your bat to the plate. Get it going with Roman. Get it going with Roman. Trev, you have your hand up again, which... <laughs> just not sure. I just about. I have something to say. Please. You know how like people, guys, let's say guys. I know guys. I'm a guy guy. Uh the walk around with like a, a hat that says like Bitcoin on it. Or sure. so you know that guy's in crypto. Or like they walk around with a Porsche hat on and you know he's got a Porsche. Like guys flex like that. Like, why can't we walk around with Roman stuff? Like, you know my dick works. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows I'm not stopping you. Like, like, like that guy, he's ready. We'll, uh, we'll talk to Roman about getting some gear, some merch. Like, there's no doubt in your mind that it's like it's working. Oh, that guy, that guy's wiener will work. Uh, that's <laughs> he's huge. made sure of it. Glad Trev raised his hand for that. Uh, let's get back <laughs> to the draft. Uh, Jer, kind of love your board early, but just realized I went all. National League. Can I like, see a board? An L guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could share this with you, Trev. Put on the sheet. Put on the sheet. Put on the sheet. It's yeah. on you'll, the sheet. BBD. You uh, you are up. Trev, you'll be getting an email in a moment with that, I think. And I'm with that going to this draft. I identified three draftable NL Central arms. Mm. And this guy is as nasty as it comes. Learned a lesson for himself last year. Going to come back even more motivated. He's ready. Uh, Devin Williams. Yep. Oh, I wanted to, uh, like, Easy. if I didn't get the first pick, Easy. he would have been in there, but learned a lesson indeed. You punch a wall with your pitching hand. Yeah. yeah. That was dumb. That's pretty. And I want to know, there's got to be more story to that, right? Because yeah. he was we think angry so. after they Something clinched. Happened. We think so. Yeah. I just want to like went out. Involved, I mean, allegedly. The puzzle pieces allegedly. don't. I think, all I think one day that story will be told. Redemption. I could probably get it right now. But he's a, a redemption year. And I needed yeah. a young stud. He's been nothing but that. So far. how about this? None of our business. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out when That's it's time for us to find out. Unless you're a Twins fan. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of your business. A, a Brewers fan. Yeah, uh, Brewers fan. That's right. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> I'm out. I quit. Wrong. I'll see you guys. Yeah, Devin Williams and his. God, it felt like he was having a met like an okay year last year. Two five ERA. 87 strikeouts, 54 innings. Crazy. Gross. He throws, like, people forget how hard he throws. He throws, like, 99. <laughs> yeah. And he's got just that screwball. Trevor Hoffman changeup. Oh. What is, uh, what is Pitching Ninja? Mm. He calls it the airbender. Airbender. Yeah, I yep. mean, it's beautiful. Sure is. 
fit matches the ERA and everything for those people. Mm. I uh, great pick. I think I'm going NL West. My heart skipped a beat for a second because this guy won me over this postseason. I think everything clicked. Um, I think he's a future star of baseball for the next decade out of the bullpen. Uh, I'm going with Camilo Doval. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, one, damn it! Just, <laughs> I thought that was sneaky too for me, dude. Like one, on won me over big time. The talking baseball people probably remember. So when you said Giants bullpen, my heart skipped yeah. a beat because also Rogers, obviously great pick for the same, <laughs> very different reasons, Correct. but the same reason. Um, I think Doval is. I compared K Rod, and then I think some of the big Jays took that. Whatever. Um, he's my guy. That guy. You nope. are not the first person to. I think I'm the first. Person I'm just to say, say. I think I'm the first person. And I think I brought him to your attention because Thank um, you. JP Martinez, who is my friend and the assistant pitching coach in San Francisco, said this is a guy guy. Yeah. And he's awesome to watch. He did have not a great last game, sour taste in the mouth. So he's gonna like come him. out and kill it. Just fuels Got us. that all off season. Fuels us athletes. Speaking of Trev, you are now the double. Um, what yeah, other what other yeah, guy guys we here. add into this pen? I, I'm just going with I'm sticking with the East here. I'll go AL first and NL. Um, I really here's what I don't like. I don't like when guys come in the pen and they walk people. Okay, I just don't like walks. Okay, it's just you know I'm a position player. You stand out there. You don't want guys free on base. Uh, so I'll start with another one of my guys, another former teammate of mine. A guy who I've hung out with and wouldn't mind spending some time out there. He's been really effective for one of the best pitching teams in all of baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm going with Andrew Kittredge. Okay. Yep. As my AL East reliever. Monster year last year. Like a 188. And I thought he was going to be, we, and I'll tell you why, because I want to give him some love. You know, maybe he's not the best pick numbers wise, but. I wanted to show him love because he was one of the guys who really struggled with the uh, when they started checking guys. His mm. spin went down. We thought he wasn't going to be able to get back. He got back and he was good. So like I got we 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 mentioned that. So I wanted to make sure that we shine a light on the fact that he was good even after all that. It took him a little bit of time, which is really when you think about it, to be expected. You pitch with stuff on your fingers. And now you have to go bare, and it's it's an adjustment period. So I'm going with Kittredge. Okay. Second pick, I will get the NL East out of the way. And I have a, a weird relationship with this guy. Um, he caused me to be DFA'd from the Philadelphia Phillies. Turns out he's like the best reliever uh, in history. Aaron Loop. I'll be getting my lefty <laughs> wow. off the board. I'm taking Aaron. Loop. I thought don't know him personally. For, yeah, I thought people were going to forget about Aaron Loop. And his zero this guy's unbelievable. Zero I didn't realize there was a there was a tale of the tape there. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Little history. So yeah, I got I got oh. DFA'd for Aaron Loop. I mean, hated them for a long time, but I've come to appreciate his. You're going to go out. That's a that's a hell of a player to step in. One. So he was so yeah, the final straw. Yeah, I've never been back in the show. That's why. Wow. Okay. I I always saw you had a little chip against a loop, but now it now it, it makes stab me in the heart. So there, <laughs> gone. There is a little issue there. 
he did go to the Angels this off season. Yeah. He's in the Oh wow. wow. Oh, I had him on the Mets. Illegal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking at his stats from last Good year. That's catch, why. Okay. BBD. Gosh dang it. Wow. But I do love I do love Looper. Wow. All right. So I have to forfeit my pick, I guess. <laughs> I think you could repick. No? Yeah. There's no. Yeah, you got to yeah, fill it's, out it's a It's already roster. been okay. deleted. Yeah. We're okay oh, with well, it. Well, I just it I happens. had it. What a powerful speech, too. I should, I, should, should I go James Best Friend? He got you again, yeah, by I'm, the way. Yeah. Oh, wait, got I can't you do again. that. I can't do that either. <laughs> That's too He did. He did. I think I, I think I got some stats against him, though. Everyone I want, I've already taken this whole, like, See, one you gave your whole thing about how BBD has strategy in these drafts, and now here you are. I have no strategy. Just peeing on the shower ceiling. Fine. You know what I also like relievers to have? What's that? Earmuffs. A fucking bowling ball. And I'm taking Blake Trinan, NL West. Oh, we're all checking to make sure you, you have taken NL West team? Yes. It has not. I, no. Did you sign somewhere else? Very good value at this point as well. I know the chat was a little mad He's, at me that I went Duvall over Trinan, but I like what I like. They were a little Trinan's mad about disgusting. that? They were a little mad. Man, I don't know yeah, how. they watch Camilo Duvall pitch? A lot of Dodger yeah. fans. As pure stuff as it goes, like... That's a battle right there. Yeah, Trinan. I don't. I when he was in, we played together in in Washington with with the Nationals, and he had a, struggled as a rookie. We were, I'd watch him throw these ninety nine mile per hour, just nasty sliders, sinkers, <laughs> and they, he'd get hit. And I'm like, how how is it possible? How am I? And then I'd go out and like throw eighty nine, <laughs> get a guy to pop up. I'm like, I don't know. Baseball's hard, man. <laughs> it's a weird sport. Man. Yeah, uh, uh, funky. I guess you need a little bit a little more funk. funk. A little yeah, funk. Who knows? But he figured it out. Maybe he had he too much frame. Out. He's too big. He that guy's big. another one of those. Yeah. You run into him, you're like, jeez. <laughs> he's like, you know, shoulders are like are 66 eat? inches wide. What are you and he's like fellow? one of the nicest humans. What are you um, eating, Blake? Um, okay, Trev, great job. Mm-hmm. Great job. Great picks. Um, let's see. I've done Central and NL West. Um, How many picks? Are we doing all the divisions? No, we're doing five rounds, so you will miss you a lie. division. You will omit one division. Okay. You will miss a division. All right, one more pick. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, I think this is a guy I can't quit. Um, Easy, he, I know who this he, is. You don't, who do you think it is? No way. Just fucking pick it. You have no idea who I'm taking. Um... He was traded at the trade deadline this year. Mm. I think he's going to find himself in a lot of big spots. I am taking Diego Castillo oh. of the Seattle Mariners. That's not who I thought you were going to take. They're going to be America's team this year. Um, and I've just, how good is your good? He toys with people. And uh, I think pitching in Seattle, that can even boost the stats a little bit this year. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm taking my guys. BBD. Interesting pick right there. I gotta say a little, I didn't know how my draft was going to turn out. This is not the team I expected, but God, I like Diego a pure fun. stuff standpoint. Like, you know, I'm a stuff guy. Electric. You're a stuff guy. Yeah. Stuff I guy. test kind of guy. Yeah. I love stuff. What are expected stats? I love stuff. BBD. Give us your stuff. I'm doing it. I'll take Craig Kimbrell, please. Okay. Ooh. Dirty Craig. He was Craig. on my list. Not going to lie. Dirty Craig. Liam can't do it all. 
the other uh, the other division I'm eyeing at the end. Yep. I don't all think right, Jerry so can take. So we're on me. So. i I've got all my National League picks. So I've got <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> sure did. I didn't realize that that wasn't strategy. It was an accident. So we'll we'll roll with it. Mm. I'm going to go. Oh gosh, one of two ways here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a Yankee here, and I'm gonna go Aroldis Chapman. I just I can't see him yeah. falling off too bad. And in round four, by the end of the year, that's, that's what gonna, I mean. In, yeah. in round four, that's you know, I considered it with. with talk about week. huge human beings. His shoulders, man, I don't get it. He looks like when I, I remember when he first came up with the Reds, like, oh, he's built kind of like me, like a tall, <laughs> lean guy. And then I remember running into him uh, at Yankee Stadium. It was like him, and when Batances was there, we were like crossing paths as we were going to the bullpens. Yeah. I was like. What sport? Like, this guy <laughs> is huge. His shoulders are enormous. And I think that Chapman is the sweatiest human being I've ever yeah. seen in my whole life. Yeah. yeah. If he's like, not sweating. Through yeah. a hat? Through your hat, Please. Bill, is a sweat. Like, I'll wear a hat for an entire season and not get to the bill. He does it every game. It's amazing. Yeah. he. Uh, it's a good sight to see. There's some camera shots when he'll, like... He'll have his jersey fully tucked in or, like, retuck it, and you see, like, the cut from his hips to his shoulders, and you're like, it looks like he's wearing shoulder pads. Got the sleeves um, underneath, too, all year. Literally, top. like, yeah, the best basketball. You can see how the sweat happened. Ever. He was, like, the originator the of the, the plus 100. You know, there was guys before him that did it every They're once like, in a while. like, hit it, and you're like, ooh. Yeah. He was the first there. guy that was like, oh, Trev, like every pitch. Trev, how do you feel about him never really getting a chance to be a starter? Because there was a talk of him going back to starter, and then the, he was like, no, this is, this is where I'm at. I think when you can get that kind of production out of the bullpen, I don't think you think about the starting factor anymore. Because you still you, – yeah, everyone needs starters, and it's more beneficial to your team if the guy can be an electric starter rather than an electric reliever. But there's no guarantee he could have went and done that and, and stayed healthy and done all that. They found He's found his role, and he's excelled. I, so, like – I love it. There are certain guys, you know, I wish they would have gotten more chance, but uh, at the same time, I wish they'd convert more starters into relievers. Mm-hmm. I know I know the starters don't want that because the payday is quite different um, if you can continue to rack up innings as a starter, but there are some guys you look at star- as a starter and like, man, I, I think you'd uptick a little bit with all of your stuff if you can go out there and just blow it out, but yeah, I, 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 I have no problem with them staying as a reliever. I'm always scared of the transition from reliever to starter. Because that's a yeah. different, it's a different workout, different off season. You know, going from one to the other seems easier to go from starter to reliever. It's not easy. It's a different job. But you know, like Daniel Bard, good for him climbing back. But watching yeah. what the Red Sox transitioned him to the bullpen and to the rotation, uh, the Rangers did it to a couple of guys that kind of ended their career. Um, I can't think of their names. The Rangers. When was went this? from bullpen to a starter? I mean, Jabba Chamberlain is the Yankees' bullpen example. to the starter. Um, C.J. Wilson had success going to the yeah. to the rotation, but um, it's really tall. I think he ended up going to the the Braves, but it was like 2013, 14, 15. Chris Martin. No, um, no. Latin guy. Latin guy. Two of them. Uh, anyway. No, he's no, we'll get research on it. Leclerc is nasty, but uh, anyway, so he's I'm going to go for my my last pick. Okay. I got to stay in the AL. I'm torn. 
I think you're talking about America's team and the the Mariners. I almost went, you know, my boy Paulie Seawald. He was gross last year. Oh, so good. And he really, like, turned it up a notch. Um, but I think I'm going to stay with the, the AL West and go Lou Trevino out of Oakland. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of an established oh. guy. They're running pretty thin. They always have a good bullpen. Um, and I think he's just going to be uh, accumulate some stats. Back. Yep. Okay. I like Lou, man. Yep. Nasty. I like Lou. He was the, the nastiest, most at least for the time I was with him. Um, lack of confidence. Where he's so good, he's like, yeah, but it, it's ninety nine. But I got a little bit of the plate. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I, I Keep throw, throwing it. Yeah, man. just yeah. do it. Don't let anybody. And I think he's kind of turned into that bulldog mentality. I think he's really turned the turned the page. So I'm excited. I like it. I like it. BBD, your final pick. Man, so I'm I'm between I'm have to pick in the East. So there's the you know parts of you that wants to go with your heart and and go with the Yankees. I don't think I'm gonna do it. So then, do I go with another guy who's a little bit after my heart? I kind of I kind of want to do it. Go with your heart. Give me Dickie B. Richard Blyer. What? Every year. Every year, good stats. Every year, last pick of the draft. This is the time to do it. Wow, give it to me. That was a shock. I'm not gonna lie. Dick Blyer, Dickie B. Okay. Every year. Wow. Every year. I love it. He's my kind of guy. I needed a lefty. Really? Are you sucking up to Jerry? (laughs) I love it. Suck up to Jerry. Suck up to Foolish. (laughs) Dickie B. I did not have Dick Blyer going in this draft. He was a, he was my twist him. if I wanted to have some fun. I love it. I'm happy for him. Uh, career two nine six ERA, reliable two nine five last year, year over year. Just he's gonna does give you one of your stats. Yes, he does his job. God, Dick Blyer. Last BBD. round. This is when you can do it. You, you might not want to read the comments, BBD, mm. or maybe you will. Maybe there's every year. There's a Dick Blyer crew out there. Um, okay. Uh, BBD, weirdly, okay. weirdly enough, I still have both Easts open. Yeah. And you're right. You know, there's, we obviously come from Yankee roots. There's one guy dangling there. Um, Jerry mentioned America's team right after I called Seattle America's team. And I didn't think he was talking about the same America's team. I think I'm going to round out my bullpen. I see a bullpen and I think of a, a bullpen. I think of a unit. Um, and I think I want nuts, and I think no, I want. I think I want those nuts. Don't I think, do it. To I think me. I want Matzik. Yeah. Um. You know, I've got a bunch That's of the most obvious. I, I got a bunch of righties that are just gross. Give me the lefty Golly. in there too. Yeah. You know. You needed your left. I'm a little well. balanced. I know that wasn't part of the rules at all, but if I were picking a brave, hurt, it would be him. Yeah. Yeah. That was that where you were going, I mean, that- Trev. Of course it was. Wow. I had a whole speech about postseason <laughs> heroism and yes. um, my. Oh. Has been grabbing guys oh. after his heart this whole way. Oh. What division? So you do you have the East? No, you took Kittredge. I have East. So I you have, have, I have NL East. East, NL Central. East, NL Central. Okay. I mean, man, that that hurt because I had, like I said, I had a whole thing. Right thing going on there. I was going to talk about my favorite postseason pitcher ever is Madison Bumgarner. Maybe followed by Matzik. Possibly, I would have been the greatest postseason player in baseball history. We'll never, never got the chance, so oh, we'll never know. I like that. to imagine that I would have been a hero. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt. Most people agree with that. Yeah. This is tough now, guys. Because I'm looking at the board, and it's it's 
to steal a NorCal slang where it hella thin. <laughs> I haven't heard hella in a while. <laughs> yeah. He's got some of those. Um, You know what? Screw it. You know who was perfect in the postseason this year? Another Braves reliever. Another lefty. Another lefty. Mm. He's in my book, too. Sorry about it. Will Smith, I'm taking you. Because you showed up. You showed up and you showed out because everyone was talking shit mm-hmm. about the Braves bullpen, and they they became oh, the the night watch. The night watch or the night shift. The night, night shift. shift. Night shift. Matzik became night my boy. came in. When he said that, the night shift, I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. I didn't think of that. How did nobody think of I that? I know. It's beautiful. I'm uh, Well. Love it. Can Can I do... A one A one B. What's the question? Because we never. Asking? We, I'm gonna do Will Smith slash Peter Moylan. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll, Just we'll because allow, I can. I'll, that we can do. We'll allow that. Yeah. Um. All right, fellas. Let's see where we landed. Great teeth. Uh, I was gonna say that smile alone. He's uh, always woo. he's always one A. Peter. Uh, Jerry Blevins, Josh Hader, Tyler Rogers, Edwin Diaz, Araldis Chapman, and Lou Trevino. BBD with Rysel Iglesias, Mark Melanson, Devin Williams, Dirty Craig Kimbrell, and Tick Plyer. Babe, <laughs> I love it. Me too. Year. Giovanni Gallegos for myself, Emmanuel Classe, Camilo Doval, Diego Castillo, and Tyler, Big Nuts, Matzik, and Trevor Plouffe, Ryan Presley, Liam Hendricks, Andrew Kittredge, Blake Trinan, and Will Smith. The official reliever draft. A lot of people are going to be mad uh, because we didn't draft blank your reliever, mm. Johnny mm. Lasagna, um, for the Yankees. Yankee fans <clears throat> will be mad at us for that. Jake McGee, Corey Kniebel. I thought he might go, but he's also going to Philadelphia, he's going which to has been a house break of horror a little mm. bit. Remind people that we can only pick one from each one per division. division. So I wanted. There I was bit. pretty close to taking my guy Pete Fairbanks because I could see him having a monster year for the Rays again. There's so many talented relievers. The Pete Jordan- Fairbanks look. Yeah, he actually <laughs> hates Jake, but Jake doesn't. Jake doesn't no, know that. No, stop he that. Hates him. He likes almost all of my Instagrams. Um, <laughs> so it's just a sign of friendship nowadays. Uh, Jordan Romano, Blue Jay fans will probably be mad about he was that. the other choice at the end for me. Uh, want to go Yankees or Romano or after my heart. So I guess leave your comments. Don't be mean. Sorry we missed your guy. Um, does Do you get pride from relief pitching being so nasty in baseball nowadays? I do. I do. I think it's, it's one of those things where – it's there's just so much talent in the game, and it was overlooked for so long mm. um, that it's nice to see some guys shine and for teams to understand just how valuable a back end. You know, it started for me in 2015 or with the Royals basically when they the had Royals, the big yep. three at the back end. Like that was when you realized they can win you ball games. Yeah. Um, yep. I actually love starting pitching as a fan of baseball. I think they need to do something to address making sure the teams have starting pitchers. You know, the in the in the playoffs, do what you got to do right. to win. win but during the play. regular season, like I'm a middle reliever and the opener is disgusting to me because I don't – nobody's going to come wearing my jersey unless you're related to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> nobody's – you, you want to root for DeGrom, Scherzer. You want to root for these guys, the Shohei Otanis. It's, it's better for the game of baseball to have starters more important, but you just see how – much talent is in the bullpen. 
uh, and it's lovely to watch, and, and people appreciate it. I love that. That's a beautiful bullpen. But you know, Jerry, we can wax poetic about the beauty <laughs> oh, of pitching, boy. but it comes down to clubs want to limit the number of innings mm. the pitchers throw because you end up paying them less. I get the third sign through the order thing, but there's other ways you could do it. You could just take your starter out, whatever it is. The opener is something we need to talk about a lot, but I agree with you. I it's love silly. starting pitching to watch. I don't like hanging with them or conversating with them at all. They're, they're their own breed of human beings. I'd say, but they're good for the game. It's the quarterback. You know what I mean? It's the guy that yeah. takes the ball. You open up the newspaper and you say, who's playing? And it says. Who's starting today? Yeah. Yeah. It's Max important. Max Scherzer versus Garrett Cole. And you say, oh, let's the, watch that. The TBDs, the two who be determined. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, who and cares? I, I know I was tough on some of the Braves young guys that ended, ended up starting World Series game. Dylan, I mean, he's just put in an impossible spot. Mm. Like, what? What are we doing? Let's uh let's talk some more of that and some more general baseball. I love I love doing the baseball game where where your guys' paths have crossed previously. That one fateful day. Gotta love how the, baseball is. The day defense, even when it goes well for you. The day defensive it could be shifts good for the other person. Started. Um and this is brought to you by Dugout Mugs. You guys know Dugout Mugs. Oh. We love Dugout Mugs. You heard the noise Trev made. Um Dugout mugs. Make the noise, Trev. I know you always you always do it for Rosie. You never do it for oh, us. Oh, this one? Pop that. Oh. It's incredible. Wow. God it's incredible. What a noise. Wow. Bottle that. That was the knob shot. Uh, go grab a bunch of knob shots and throw it in everyone's stocking. Boom. Um, you know, <laughs> the, the best ho- holidays, holidays can get, you know, sometimes you got the family member. You don't see eye to eye, whatever it is. Fill up a couple knob shots. That's going to solve your problems. Might make them worse. That'll solve your problems. Go get some knob shots. Go get the metal mug. You've seen me rocking that one. We've got the Cubs one floating around, Yankees one. Um, You probably know them from their traditional wood ones. BBD's got the Cubs one over there. Nice. Uh, Go to Dugout Mugs. Use code JOMBOY at DugoutMugs.com. 30% off site-wide before they sell out. I love that. Peacock in a little bit. We will sell out. Go get yours. Mm. Dugoutmugs.com, code JOMBOY. Everything 30% off. Um, nice deal. So Great. Where, where do we want to go, boys? Do we want to start with the faithful at bat? Um, oh, my gosh. I no, think this he, is I mean, pro both of us, though. I, There's not much to talk about. Trev, I mean, in a way, you win, but you, you lost. No, I but don't. But you won. No, I don't. No, it's, I it's, don't. I don't even think I hit the ball that hard, guys, honestly. I, so, I watched the video when it got sent to me, but... It just is. Jerry was nasty. 2013, we, I wasn't very good that year. I, I was coming I into my own in 12-13. Those are the years. Those are the... So that's that's kind of what I want to ask you, Jerry. Like, So, you know, you A, hilarious, your starter, starter reliever. <laughs> uh, slide of frame, you're going you're gonna to be reliever. That's right. And you just mentioned it starts to click for you. I mean, you know, you have your first, like, full rookie season, you have a... 311 ERA, 2008 with Oakland, um, and then you just say, you know, 2013, you're starting to find yourself. Is that just, I don't want to say a coming-of-age tale, but like what? No, kind of. It's So baseball's so different than other sports where you come out of college and you're so athletic that you're going to play. Sometimes the game's a little bit fast. Like in basketball, you can, guys 
contribute right away. But it's so rare for baseball because you have to accumulate experience. And for me, luckily I came up in Oakland where the team wasn't very good when I first got there in 07. Mm. And so I was able to, to learn and see what it takes to be a big leaguer, you know, wear my lumps out there and get kicked around a little bit because, you know, when I, when I was with the Mets, guys are contending, the young guys come up, and they have to be really good because we're trying to win a World Series. And so they don't get their chance to get their feet wet first. And so when I was with Oakland, I accumulated a bunch of experience between going back and forth, mm. um, just being a part of it for a long haul. And eventually, like in going into the 2012 season was the first time where I felt really confident in who I was as a pitcher and as a as an adult. Mm. You know, it was yeah. like I was out of options, and I knew this is the time where I'm either going to be good enough to be in the big leagues or I'm not because they they can't just push me down into AAA because they, they want to or they're manipulating my service time, which happened the year before because mm. I had a good year in 11, a sub-3, I think, and I was back and forth a ton. But it's just how mm. it goes. And so I was finally – comfortable and knew I could either be a big league if I were good enough. And if I wasn't, I would be in triple A. And so that's where I was in 12 and then 13 is when we faced each other. And that was my last two years in Oakland before I got traded over. But that was it, man. Mm. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Trev thoughts. I mean, look, it's, we know how short average careers are and it's a couple different things it's money thing it's the ways teams you know value those roster spots and when you start making a little bit they can ax you for someone that maybe is a little bit worse than you but they don't really care about it so to be able to play as long as jerry did it's just a testament to a couple things work that you put in you have to be a good person i don't care what you say if you're a shitty person then you have to be like extremely extremely good and that's how you stick around but if you're Good, which Jerry was. Uh, I don't think you take offense to me saying you're good, right? No, no not at all. Okay. <laughs> good uh, person, works hard. Yeah, and like, you know, that's how, you, that's how you stick around. Guys have to want to be around you. You have to offer something to the team besides your stats. You have to be able to mentor guys, you know, teach people how to be professionals. We talk about that all the time on this. The value of veteranship is undervalued right now. And I think teams are kind of seeing that when you look at the Giants and and what they've been able to do. Even if you're a veteran, yeah, it's about uh, helping the young guys out. But I also believe veterans can take some of the information and make quicker adjustments than a young guy can. Because, because to get to be a veteran, you've already had to make a bunch of little small adjustments as the game adjusts to you. So you know, I, I just think anyone that's put has played as long as Jerry has is – you know, you have to just applaud them because it takes a lot more than just skill. Yeah, man. The, uh, thank you, by the way. Are you a good nice. guy? I and think I was am. the last I charity to be. you donated to. The last charity? What was the last uh, charity you donated to? Probably. So my neighbor, I golfed in their Sounds golf like outing lot. who's called the the Black Swamp okay. uh, Memorial. Uh, he had child, His one of his kids had cancer, and so we did a big charity event for that. All right, you're a nice guy. Uh, but, you know. Mentorship is, you know, they can't quantify veterans anymore. They don't know how to appreciate what it means to have been there before. Uh, and I think, like, the Giants, as an organization, understand things a little bit deeper. Um, I really love what they have going over there. Like, it's incredible. I was there in spring of 2020 before 
um, COVID Ooh. hit. Really? Yeah, I, I was there in, in spring oh, training. Um, Farhan Zahidi, who's their, their president, um, came up with me in Oakland. And then he went. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so we had a, a little bit of a connection. Trev's um, a big Gabe guy. I love Gabe. I, I yes. you know, I was in watching him when he was in Philly kind of learn and gain experience. Been, having been there in spring training of 2020, I gained so much more respect for him, not only as a just a quality human being, but he's the way he has interactions with his players, the true relationships that he has. He cares about the players as an individual. And mm-hmm. so these guys are going to work harder for him than they would for themselves. And so it's it's a true organization. So I think they're building magic out there. And you talked about veterans. Veterans go over there and excel. Guys like Longoria, mm-hmm. you know, they see something mm-hmm. that can even make you even better and you're willing to open up to that. And so, you know, a guy like me, my two best abilities were availability because I knew I was going to mm. be ready to, to play every day. I did everything I could. And reliability. You knew what you're going to get from me. I was never, you know, blow nine saves in a row where you, I was going to be my peak. Sometimes I'm going to get beat. MLB hitters are awesome. Sometimes I'm going to give up a Bryce Harper home run mm. or a Freddie Freeman, you know, gapper to win the game. But I'm going to execute for the most part. Uh, and that was that was kind of the longevity of my career was just you knew what you were going to get out of me. And as a bullpen guy, being reliable is is key. Mm. It's hot. It's hot. Um, <laughs> it yeah, I want to. So, hey, I want to do some personal and silly stuff mm. with you because I think that's fun. Um, I'm I'm saying I'm going to hype up a competitor, but they're kind of the kings of the world. Uh, listen to part of my take interview. They had Joey Harrington on, which. Speaks to probably. I was gonna a say of, there's only a few podcasts. That yeah, you're no, talk they're about <laughs> they're like the guys. That. I'll give it to them. Uh, okay. Joey Harrington, which you know, uh, if people don't remember, like he was a big deal, like Oregon cover of the football game, blah blah blah, everything. And he was telling some of his stories today, and tying it to what you were just saying. And we talked about the Giants a lot because of Gabe and all the veterans. That's the part they just missed over the the recent analytics wave, which we always say we love analytics. I mean, there's so much good in it. But, you know, I think for the past decade or so, they've seen a one-war player as a one-war player. So if you can get that out of your fourth outfielder who's 25 years old and plays good defense, they view that the same as your, you know, 32-year-old that, you know, slaps it around and doesn't play as good defense and it's all just numbers into the computer and go. And Joey Harrington was telling some stories. Bobby Petrino now, who's, uh, again, go Google him for some stories. But he was the head coach of the Falcons. Joey Harrington was there when Mike Vick got caught in the dogfighting scandal. And it's just all these moving parts. And he said it was obviously chaos. But he said there were so many veterans in the locker room that it was actually... And he listed all these guys that, you know, NFL moves fast and you forget a lot of guys. But it was like Lawyer Malloy. Like, he he lists a laundry list of guys. You're like, work done. You're like, yeah. And he's like, you know, that was huge. Like... And me being the quarterback subbing in for Vic, they were like, hey, you got to talk to Bobby because everything. And it's just a whole dynamic that I think sports have gone away from that. You know, baseball, I think why we fought the shift a little bit is because, and Jimmy Jimmy was on this pretty early, is that baseball hasn't adjusted this shift. Like, baseball adjusts, and I think we're going to see the veteran thing between this new CBA what the Giants did last year. Like, I think veterans are going to become trendy. The whole Braves outfield last year that they traded for, 
Uh, I think veterans are going to become the new trend, and I think that's really good for the sport in general. Um, so uh, I'm excited to see that uh, once once we get baseball and all of that. But, yeah, the locker room, man, uh, I mean, you guys can obviously speak to it a lot more than me, but that that changes so much within a team, so much. That's like one of the th- – like the fact that Freddie Freeman hasn't signed back with the Braves yet, it may, it's gross to me. Like it makes me <laughs> sour inside because he is that locker right. room. Organizational decisions funnel through Freddie Freeman. They'll go to him and be like, what do you think about this or practicing on this off day, flying out this time? He is a part of the soul of that organization, and to let him – Dangle be a little there, bit. Yeah. Dangle. It makes me sad. And like the Dodgers and the Yankees. The, he would be an like, unbelievable Yankee, by the way. That would be an amazing fit, but it would be bad for baseball because he needs to be a brave. Uh, it could be good for baseball, right? Ah, I don't think <laughs> no, so. You're, it just shows you're you absolutely right. That lack Freddie of Freeman. loyalty and appreciation for what he brings. You know, Ronnie Acuna is amazing. He's the most skilled player on that team. Right. But he's not the face of the franchise for a reason. He's, he's not there young. yet. He's, he's young. We were in, in 2019 playing with those guys. I would go out of my way to try to have a conversation with, like, he's 19 or 20 at the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, what are you into? What's, like, what are you I – don't, I don't even speak your language. It's so fun. Not only, you know, English as right, a second but language, as... but, like, the stuff that he's into, the, the, the slang that he uses, it's so funny. But he's just not ready to be he's that tw- guy yet. He's 23 now. Yeah, it's insane. That's insane. And so insane. Freddie Freeman is the gel. Not only is he MVP from 2020, just carried your team to an organization, the fan base, that's who you think of. It, it was Chipper Jones, and now yeah. it's Freddie Freeman. Appreciate him. Not You're like, well, that last year of your contract that you <laughs> want, you're not going to be as good, but that's what you do yeah. for a guy that is the Atlanta Braves. So that's how I feel. It's it's disrespectful to me that he's not a already signed. All I know is I agree with you. With, with as far as Freeman, he's out in California right now, living it up. I followed him on Instagram. He had fake <laughs> snow brought out to a beach house. I mean, the guy. Don't let the Dodgers come in and say, "Hey, Freddie, want to come home." Mm. You want to come live at home, bro? Like, bring bring your family. Come live at home again. Do you want to make some Dodgers little league games thinking. for your kid that's growing up? Do you want to do you want to be able to do that? Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't you want your kids to be city tough and you know <laughs> see some sewer rats and you know really we don't, have, we don't really live lives in the city in L.A., bro. Okay. Uh, uh, he's talking. Trev, we're talking. He's talking Bronx, we're talking right city, around the corner bro. here. We're talking. Nobody. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I love. I, I love the Bronx. You love. The you Bronx. know the streets of New York and I get uh, get along very, very well, especially when it's past two a.m. Mm. And that's Jerry. Now we're talking about the real stuff. What that's does, when it thrives. What do you do after two a.m.? Everything. Any. If you're in the city, anything. Okay. Get a great slice. Mm. I like that. Uh, you can sit down at a freaking Michelin-starred restaurant. That's like, ah, oh, we're just gonna stay open till four. <laughs> like it's beautiful. Um, I love New York. I love. The city we we bounced around Manhattan for our four years living here, trying out new neighborhoods. When when you're a visitor, when you come in to play the Yankees or the Mets, they put you in like Midtown, right? Midtown, and I yeah. didn't like New York that much um, because it was just chaos. You but, were just there, yeah. Yeah, and so you're like, man, there's just too many people. Like aggressive Elmo trying to like <laughs> rob me, stab me. Who knows? Fake ass Elmo. Yeah, and so it, it's gross there, but we. 
we got traded to the from the Nationals to the Mets, and my wife was like, "Let's let's live in Manhattan." I'm like, "Man, it's tough, babe." Yeah. And so we ended up living in Chelsea our first year, and loved it. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It's like a real neighborhood. There's and then we lived in um, Gramercy Park, Lower East Side, Upper East Side. We tried all the. Di- and it's just a people are amazing. A city that you could walk anywhere. The best of the best is at your fingertips. Anything you want, it's it's awesome. And the people appreciate things on a different level. Like the fandom here is just, it's just different to be on a team in New York that when you're good and they appreciate you, like the, it's just awesome. It's Pe- a wonderful People place. are just turned up to 10. Like look at, look at MSG last night with Steph Curry. Like that. I wanted to be there. Electric. It was yeah. electric. I did too. And then I saw it get in the house. It was six bills. I'll get ready for the show tomorrow. Um, but yeah, man, and that dude, I was kind of the same way. Like I grew up in Connecticut, and like I'd come to the city or come to the Bronx, and then we're moving here. We're starting this whole thing, and like I live in the Upper East Side, and it's like uh, a town. Like it's in mm-hmm. the city, but like you know, you walk around and the dogs there and everything. The, um, the store owners are like, "Oh yeah, hey, what's up, Jake? Yeah, yeah." They start to see regular. You get like a neighborhood. Your bodegas, like every, it's awesome. So Freddie, so cool. Ooh, bodega. Freddie would love it here too. You're listening, Freddie. Um, who are who are your guys? Like I um, you know, I Trev's best friends with everyone in the league. Blah blah blah. Um, I always I always laugh because I'm such a baseball nerd that like you know Peter Moylan will be golfing with Chris Medlin and I'll be like oh Chris <laughs> Medlin like I I know that who are your who are your so, guys from from playing so guy uh, guy Craig guys. Craig Stammen who is okay. a reliever with the Padres. I went to college. We went to University of Dayton together. Oh, Flyers. Two, okay. Yeah, we're two. We played two years together in college, and then ended up playing together in Washington. Uh, just a fantastic human being. I like to be around him. Uh, Ross Detweiler. Um, okay. Tyler Clippard. Yeah. Um, high changeups. High changeups. Change yeah, the two-time Yankee. Yeah. Um, I just I I love. Relievers, you, you're a different group. Um, there's some guys that I'm I'm really close to. His name's Walt Nolan. Uh, he works out in the West Coast. We played a ball together. My buddy Jesse Estrada plays, still plays in Mexico. Okay, you're just a it's a family type. I don't have like big celebrity, big name guys. Um, I actually I just had COVID. I miss my boy Conforto's wedding. Mm. You know, my wife and my son was in it. He's gonna you know. Be the ring bearer, wow. so it was, it was tough. Damn. That was tough, but you know, I don't have. I'm not gonna go, you know, fly private out to to watch a Monday night football game, mm. or you know, I don't have those kinds of friends. I just have friends. <laughs> Let's I leave for a second. Oh <laughs> no! Oh, I oh, didn't see you. I didn't see you there. We thought you were still gone. No. And by the way, again, this is this is talking baseball. Craig, Craig Stammen, Ross Detweiler. Those are those these are, guys are my boys. They're you know. We came together. We have kids the same age. Um, our wives get along great. Yeah, he's a Midwesterner. He's a St. Louis guy. Uh, just good people, man. Where they're a different breed. I love Josh Donaldson's one of my 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 good buddies. Okay. I was waiting for the position player. Yeah, to I love a reliever. Thing. I love Donaldson. He's 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 a good friend of mine, dude. That guy is a human being uh, beyond the likes of uh, a regular person like me. That guy just lives right. on a different realm. Mm-hmm. And there, if you're on the mound, you don't matter to him. No, no. If you pitch, if you're Donaldson on the mound, doesn't respect yes what you do. <laughs> he <laughs> thinks it's the, he literally production. thinks it's the easiest thing to do is pitch, which well, is amazing. Jerry, he's yeah. got a good point. Oh, I agree. Favorite saying. 
is if hitting is the hardest thing to do in sports, what does that make pitching? And you can't be like, oh, well. Such a good And so I asked him, <laughs> I asked him if he were pitching. So I, this was my rebuttal to, to that line. I remember this. We had this said, discussion. Yeah, I was like, so if you were pitching against yourself hitting, do you get yourself out? And he says, no. I go, so it's not the easiest thing to do. Mm. See, well, the he's pitchers so at, he's think, so man. No, no, because Josh is thinks I'm so good of a hitter. It doesn't <laughs> matter if you're the best pitcher. Oh, I'm still going to hit you. Donaldson, uh, former catcher, turned back right. to third base. He made his debut in Oakland. We came up together there. Um, he oh, is, hey, let me, t- let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Because I only heard stories about you play with JD. I did. When he was first coming up, right? Mm-hmm. So I was there in 17. I heard stories about him. Obviously played against him whatnot. But the one story I always – I think we've told it on this this pod before was about uh, him and Billy Bean's relationship. Contentious, to say the least. Yes. Were you there in the clubhouse <laughs> after the game when he was telling Billy, like, pay up? Before the game, he said, pay up, Billy. And then he hit, like, a walk-off or a game-winning hit. <laughs> and then he said, price went up. Something like that, right? Uh, I, I was there. Yes, I did see <laughs> their, their interactions. Josh Donaldson – knows how good he is and he always have even when he wasn't that good yet he knew he yes. was like i'm it's i'm it's inevitable <laughs> that i will be an mvp awesome. and so at a, at an early age he just knew and and billy is in the clubhouse a lot more than other gms especially at that time a lot and you're gonna run into high energy guys like right. that, that that you're gonna well have, they're both like that kind of yeah yeah billy is very similar commands a presence but donaldson is billy loud likes billy <laughs> donaldson is loud well billy understands his value and what he brings but he doesn't like when donaldson's in a room you know it from two rooms away <laughs> and so when you walk in you're like all right there's this is something's gonna happen exciting like and he speaks his mind and he speaks what he thinks is the truth at all points and i respect somebody that's genuinely himself uh, you get around a lot of people that are fake or that love to gossip, and when you're in a clubhouse for ten months straight with people, when you're when you're that close to somebody all the time, you would I will I'll take you know Josh Donaldson over somebody that's fake nice all the time. Sure. That guy not only is he sure. amazing at his sport, but he's just a good person. Now he's gonna ha- he's got dad strength now, so he's mm. he's on a next level. Mm. Mm. He sneaky had a good like uh, stint in Minnesota. Like mm-hmm. he paid him a lot, and he, he was hurt a little bit, so he kind of gets overlooked. They've also been a bad team, but like his overall numbers are excellent. He produces, man. He knows he's he was How's that? <laughs> he he just knows. By the way, he's had calf injuries. He's got you know we got some calves here in in, in Jake, but Donaldson's calves, and they're always hurt. I'm like, dude, just do what I do. I I don't have any calves, so I can't pull them. <laughs> You ha- yours are too big. They're vulnerable. They're easy to That's easy hilarious. to mess up. I feel that related. Look, gr- look great in a pair of baseball pants, though. But where we land almost every episode is comparing myself and Josh Donaldson. <laughs> um, Pretty by the way, much. literally MVP in the bag, like forty-four career WAR. Like he's. One I could talk about Josh Donaldson a lot. He's, he's hilarious. A, he's a monster. A monster. Forty-one homers, one hundred twenty-three. Not like he plays defense. As a as a pitcher, like I love guys mm. that play defense like him because if if there's an outfield assist coming into third base, no matter when the ball is going to get there, that guy is not going to touch third base. He will put his body down <laughs> in front of the bag. The guy will slide right into his legs, and then the ball will get there and he'll tag him out. Like he is that kind of like I'm getting your face. This is I'm 
I'm going to get dirty. He's unbelievable. His defense alone has been overlooked for, for a long time. Um, he covered a lot of ground for me out in the Coliseum. Mm. Uh, and he went from catcher to third base, and, and immediately, as soon as he switched over, he was immediately the player that he is today. Like, unbelievable. Catchers, take, it takes so much out of you to call a game, to squat down. We were talking about it off yeah. the air, uh, how, like, these guys. These are nuts. Yeah. You you said uh, you didn't want to use the word? No. Do you want me to? No. I. Like, are, use are, the word. Are catchers insane? What word did I use? It started with an S. Oh. Or no, no D. No, I would never. I would never use that. They're, a I D? Mean, like, a, they're a little dumb. Like, but not. Like because your, no, 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 no! I would never put it on record that no. Jake Scoriali <laughs> said catchers are dumb. Only because of they know the punishment they're giving themselves by foul tips, by wearing all that. Like it's just you know you know going in like I'm going to the get hurt today. You signed up for compared to all of your Correct. other teammates. Yes, third base, no it's thanks. Massively the, different. The two the two positions I would never play. I'm left-handed, so I can't. Third base and catcher. I couldn't do it. I couldn't be like, hey, uh, I'm going to squat down and your bat's going to hit me in the hand one out of 100 times. <laughs> I'm going to take a foul tip. Like, I couldn't commit to it I, because I'm too. And, like, dude, you, we could say all the stuff, the bad stuff that happens to catchers and, like, hit in the hand by a bat would be not, item 19. Luffy, <laughs> I'm going to. I fouled off a ball. I had four at bats in my whole career. I fouled a ball off my shin, and I almost retired on the spot. <laughs> and you guys don't even you guys don't even like look at it. You like step out of the box, and I, I in my head I'm like, dude, that hurts so bad. And the fact that you aren't like rubbing it, you're just like, oh god. Oh, all right, That's, I can you know, feel my leg now. It's crazy. You guys it's are just nuts. part of. It's part of being a hitter is understanding you're going to hit with the ball, whether it's by yourself on a foul ball or by the pitchers. And I and you know I think if more pitchers hit, which is never going to happen again, they stop wasting that pitch inside so much because they understand like, oh shit, that could do some real damage. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know, man. It just happens over and over again. And even if you have a shin guard on, you, you never, never hit it. It's like very rare that you actually, wherever you put your ankle guard, you're going to miss it. It's not it. happening. Mm-mm. And how about a little, you know that, Jake. a little third base respect at the end? Jerry says he never would do that, and Trevor Plouffe stood over there nobly. I'm, I'm at, at, on the pitcher's mound. We're closer, 60 feet, 6 inches, but I know that area very well. Mm. I, I mean, I spent 2015 on the DL. I got hit by a line drive, got hardware in here, but it's different. You guys are there. Standing in front. It's called the hot corner for a reason, for man. No thanks. Mm. You got Jose Bautista mm. up, yanking the ball down the <laughs> yeah. line. Like, I wouldn't even the want Blue to be Jays the team third was base a problem. coach. <laughs> yeah, that's that true. That team was a big, big mm. problem. It was an Encarnacion, Bautista, turf? Donaldson. Like, turf. the turf fields. Like, ugh. Enough about how good I was. I don't want to <laughs> I think it's, I think awesome it's awesome. And then we were talking about foul tips, but then you're doing that all the time to yourself as a catcher on purpose. Like, you got, there's something loose. They're hockey players that love pain. Yeah, they they're are like, hockey players. They make themselves go through that on purpose as like a rite of, rite of passage. And as they're the older brothers of the team. That's what I always say. They're also geniuses. The older bros. A lot of people, that's their path. Whether, mm-hmm. You know, Donaldson, Kiner Falefa, um, or you just have a 15-year career and enjoy it. Drew Bue, our guy, 
Um, JP Crawford, shout out to JP Crawford. Yes. All right, we got to wrap it up. Uh, oh. This was awesome. Jerry Blevins, how? Lady, ladies and gentlemen. Do we know how we're going to do this at the end? The, the, the draft? Oh, we'll post it and okay. we'll get some stats in a little bit and like go follow Shea Station with Jerry Blevins and Jolly Olive. Shout out, John. Jake's Hugs. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you ma- Monday? What day is it? We'll see you Monday. John Boy will be back. Trev will be... <laughs> Trev will be medicated. Properly. Or improperly. Medicinal. <laughs>